Good afternoon, everyone. This is 20-something, 40-something. Um, and today we have a special guest, my 15-year-old daughter, Sonia. Hi. Say hi. All right. What's up? You about to say something? I'm going to introduce myself. Oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> and the 20-something-year-old is here, too. Okay. okay. We're going to talk about the how to deal with a narcissist and just breakups so yeah so both. right so it's kind of like a part two of our how to deal or how not to deal with a narcissist <laughs> and then yeah just like she said but we're also um talking about the breakups we talking about our stories yeah so what's going on with y'all so i'm gonna share my current story and just a little bit of the past so i'm actually i just actually got out of a very toxic relationship um i was with someone for almost two years and it's funny because when i actually first met this person i told myself that i would never like be with someone like that or date someone like that um it was cool in the beginning you know obviously when it's first fresh in a relationship it's all lovey-dovey and shit like that but as time went by, the whole time that we were together, I did get like cheated on and lied to and all these things. It was a lot of emotional and mental abuse. Um, and every time that I would find out that I got cheated on, I stayed and I never really walked away and I just gave this person chance after chance and thinking that it was gonna be different and that he was gonna change and we were gonna start fresh. We would always say a clean slate, but that never happened. It was never a clean slate. Um, I just kind of dealt with it. I never shared it with anyone because I knew in a way that someone was going to tell me, like, you need to walk away. But I didn't want to just because of how much, like, I cared and loved him. But every time that I'd bring up the cheating and the lies and the doubt after that, it was just, you know, he made me feel like I was a problem. Like, I was crazy. He would say, why would you bring up the past? We can never move forward. You're ruining the relationship. It's, um you're damaging us and like you're doing it to yourself and like you're the only one that's thinking like this and feeling like this and you're crazy and well I mean that's like narcissism right there and manipulation because it's like my reaction is obviously because of his like his actions you know and it's gaslighting gaslighting yeah Definitely. but then he would switch it up and be like you're gaslighting yourself you're getting yourself to that point so like we'd be arguing and He'd have, like, a short fuse and stuff like that, and he would just kind of start yelling or raising his voice or, like, cursing and shit like that, and he's like, you get me to this point. It's because of you that I'm reacting like this, and sometimes I'd be like, damn, is it really me? Like, and then I would be the one apologizing. I would be the one saying, I'm sorry. I think I probably got, like, an apology maybe, like, four times during the whole two years, and it got to the point where, like, it was just so toxic, too, that whenever we'd argue and stuff like that or I would try to defend myself or I would like you know just not even necessarily he would say that I would say like slick shit and that piss him off but not it wasn't slick shit it was me defending myself he would like kick me out of his parents house or like grab me and like just throw me out or throw my stuff out and it started getting to the point where it was also a little bit like physical and honestly I've never been in a relationship where it was like physical too and thankfully it didn't get to the point where I was getting like punched or kicked or anything like that but still like you know you don't you don't put your hands on anyone even if it's just a shove or grabbing someone so it was a lot 
Um, I just brought myself down every time that I would fight for him and stuff like that. Like, he would threaten to leave during the whole time we were together. Every argument, every issue, every problem. Whether it was me bringing up the shit that he did to me and, like, just healing and stuff like that. And for him to stop, he would threaten to leave. He'd be like, all right, I'm done. You know, I'm done. Fuck this. Fuck that. We're over. And then I'd stay and I'd fight for him and I'd be like, don't go. Just because I was so, like, emotionally invested and attached. That it kind of just also scared me of, like, the unknown. Because I'm like, yo, like, I've been in so many relationships where it's, like, the same shit that, like, I just... Let me just fight for this one, you know? Let this be the last relationship. And then I only tried to leave, like, twice during the time that we were together. And it was just a constant cycle of on and off and yelling and screaming and cursing and lies and cheating. And up until recently, thankfully, because I have a good support system, I finally built the courage and the strength to walk away. And put myself first and love myself first and not take that shit from him or anyone anymore. And it's definitely been hard because I never thought I would have the courage and the strength to finally, like, you know, walk away. And it's like now that I finally walked away, it's where, like, he's starting to act lovey-dovey. And he was all like, oh, but I want to be with you. I love you. You mean everything to me. Why are you abandoning me? Like, I want to marry you. I want to have a future with you. And it's like, where was all that when we were together? And it's only because I finally walked away that he's like showing that side, which isn't even a real side. It's all an act just to try to get you back, just to go back to the same shit again. You know, and when I was going through similar things, there would be a part of me that would be like, does he really believe the shit that he's saying to me? Like, maybe he just really believes it. Or, you know, or is this, does he know, like, is he purposely trying to manipulate me and play a game on me? So, that was such a mindfuck, and... It is. It's, it plays with your emotions. Mm-hmm. It, 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 like, just really plays with your mental state, too, because it's like, I've always cared, and I've always given like everything that I have in a relationship so then whenever it was fighting and it would switch to like no but I love you and like I want I don't want to like I don't want you to leave or like I don't want us to break up and it's like oh like he actually cares like let me stay and just give it one more try you know but then it happens again and again and again mm-hmm. and every time that you just stay you just like break yourself even more yeah yeah you know and I mean and you're in your situation, you know, it's a good thing that y'all didn't end up having kids. Yeah. But for those individuals, men and women alike, you know, if you're in a situation, you end up having children with them. If this person's toxic now, guess what? They're going to be toxic 20 years from now. Yeah. Un- unless some miracle happens and they have some, like, grand epiphany on, like, you know, their life and how it should be, and they go for, like, you know, deep psychological, you know, help. These people are going to be like this. So just because you have a kid with them doesn't mean you have to stay, doesn't mean you have to work it out, because now your child is watching you and seeing, is this what family is supposed to be? Is this what, you know, love is supposed to be? Yeah. And it's like... Once you finally make that decision for yourself, it's that's also, like, the hardest part because 
you're trying to, you know, move forward with your life and heal and grow and stuff like that. And that's when they decide to, like, push more and just profess their, in quotes, like, love for you and try to keep you there. And that's when you have to, like, stand your ground and stay strong and, like, you know, don't go back on the decision that you made of leaving. It's a lot. It, It's, like... It's definitely a trauma bond. Yeah. It really is. Because a lot of the times when, like, I'd probably only try to leave twice total in the whole relationship. And when I did, it was like, all right, you need to do this for yourself. Like, come on, you need to walk away. Like, you're finally at that point where you're deciding to do it. And then I just get pulled right back in. And it was hard because it's like, you know, you care about that person. You love them and you're like, no, they're going to change. And you think of options like, oh, maybe if... We start sharing locations or, like, passcodes and, you know, maybe if we start therapy or something, like, you're like, we'll fix it. It'll work out, but... You know what kills me? And no disrespect to couples that share a Facebook page. No disrespect to y'all. Um, but, my God, it just kills me when I see, you know, individuals that I I knew had their own Facebook page and now they're sharing a Facebook page and I'm like to me that says he fucked around she fucked around and now we're trying to just you know keep it honest yeah but if you had to go through all of that and not and and again not saying like face sharing a Facebook page is like so terrible but if you got to go through all those little steps like that to assure that the other person doesn't step out on you that is too much fucking work. And, uh, you know, yeah, you got to put in work for, you know, a healthy relationship. Mm-hmm. But that's like unhealthy work. You know, to have to be checking and going behind. and Yeah. Well, I'm going to, we're going to put trackers on the phone or we're going to share Facebook so now nobody can, you know, touch you. And it's like, look, it takes two to tango. It's not about other people, you know, coming in and me- potentially messing up something. It's because that that fence, it's weak. It's got a weak point. That weak point is mm-hmm. your your other half mm-hmm. that's fucking around. So it ain't everybody else. It's them. Yeah. <clears throat> and, like, the universe won't stop teaching you that lesson until, like, you learn it. And until you actually finally don't make the same mistake again. Because... Like, I was telling you, Tosh, earlier, ever since I was in high school, like, sophomore year, my, like, first relationship and stuff, up until this moment, I always got cheated on. Whether it was physical or whether it was just, like, flirting over text, like, I still count that as cheating. It was always, and, like, I never walked away. I always stayed, and I forgave the person, and I was just, like, you know, they're gonna change. Like, that trust will be built again. And, I mean, don't get me wrong, maybe some people do build that trust again. If you do, that's good, but... The constant doubt in your mind and the questioning and like is this person actually doing this is this person actually like home are they actually telling the truth right now like are they actually at work it's just it's it's horrible it takes such a big mental toll like it just exhausts you and that's not a way to live because mm-hmm. nine times out of ten like the person's not going to change like do you really want to have a future with someone like that or marry someone that's going to constantly cheat and lie yeah, and, you know, we we fight for these relationships because 
you know, we we love the person. Yeah. And, you know, we've seen good times with the person. You know, so when we go to break up, you know, with them, separate ourselves from them, we're really mourning, you know, what we thought could be something. But, you know, you have to face the reality that that's not what it is. And I'm telling you, the most important relationship that you can have with anybody in this world is the one that you have with yourself. Yeah. So, and you think, and like I used to think when I was in my 20s, well, if I love this person hard enough and I'm going to just be steady in their life and when they fall, I'm going to pick them up and, you know, when they spit on my face, I'm going to just wipe it off and show them, you know, I'm still here. Look at me. And they'll, they're just one day going to be like, yep, you know what? She's my woman. She had my back. But where the fuck do you stand in that? Where do you stand in that besides yeah. being a doormat? You got, I'm sorry to cut you off, but you, you have to love yourself because, you know, we are teaching people how to treat us by how we allow them to treat us or what we are we are willing to accept and if we're willing to accept them feeding us shit they're going to keep feeding us shit yeah it's like the way that you love yourself it's a love that you're going to like accept from someone else like you need to put yourself first love yourself first don't ruin your life for anyone no one is worth ruining your life for ever you don't put your life on hold for anybody no don't if if you're like and when i say put on hold like say if the individual's in the military and they're deployed i mean you love them you wait for them i don't mean like that type of hold i'm saying like but don't sit there and twiddle your thumbs like still work on yourself and do what you got to do for yourself um what else was i well, kind of what you were saying, too, it has to do with, like, the more you stay and forgive these type of people, they're going to be like, oh, sh- I'm doing all this, but she's still there. Like, she stayed. So I'm just going to keep doing it because I know she's not going to leave. So they yeah. take advantage of you being nice and you being love and, like, having, like, lovable and having those pure intentions. It only just... You and it drives them, yeah, and it drives them fucking crazy when you take that shit away. Yeah. And then they go ballistic. And let me tell you something, young ladies and men, when they go ballistic like that, that's not because they realize they love you. That's because they realize that they're losing grip of you and yeah. their control over you. Because I can assure you, as soon as you get back, they're going to be on that same type bullshit. Yeah. And it's true because that's kind of like what was going on with me and this person because because <laughs> we were together whatever and like he never really fought I fought more for us honestly and now that like I'm finally like, all right I'm done you know like it's over with I'm happy with the decision that I made I'm not gonna backtrack and like change my mind now this person is choosing to say all these things of like i want to be with you i want to live with you i want to have a future with you i want to marry you i don't want anyone else you're mine blah blah blah. and it's like they're only saying all that and acting like that because like you're saying tosh they don't have that grip anymore and like they can't control you so that's where they just go crazy (laughs) yeah so you know 
again part two to the you know uh, how to deal with a narcissist and then going into breakups and like I said in the beginning of this um, we have our special guest my daughter Sonia 15 years old very mature young lady but she recently went through you know a little breakup herself and it's not anything to be embarrassed because this was a part of life but you know how are you dealing with that I mean it still kind of hurts um well you know it was my first boyfriend my first real relationship so it's just it's a process still gotta get over mm -hmm. it the first person I actually loved um but you know he felt like he lost feelings for me and I'm accepting that but I'm still reminisce like reminiscing mm -hmm. but I'm learning that reminiscing is it's not healthy it's not healthy and it's not helping because you can't you can't go back to how things how things were yeah and it's not necessarily that reminiscing is unhealthy it's just about how how we're going about doing that reminiscing you know I mean in the beginning it's hard so the best thing to do is you know move forward as forward as you can you know, and start loving yourself, um, you know, and, and maybe later on you can look back and be like, yeah, I remember my first boyfriend. He was nice. And, you know, we had some good times, but, you know, life carries on. Yeah. There's a season for everyone. And seasons change. And we grow and we change. And the people that are meant for us are going to be with us. No matter what. Because... Whatever is meant for you is not going to pass you by. Mm -hmm. And I, I try to trust in that. Yeah. Everything happens for a reason. So what have you been doing, Sonia, in order to, like, you know, kind of help you through this time? Um. Like starting new hobbies or writing? Well, usually I like to just like write a whole bunch, like put stuff in my notes, just like to put down how I feel because, you know, keeping it in never helps. Um, like reading like some love poems or not, um, you know, talking to friends, making new friends. The good thing out of it, um, I actually... The good thing about actually, it? Um, I got friends out of the breakup, too. I made friends with his friends, and, you know, they're really good friends, too. But, you know, I just, I still see him in the hallway and whatnot, and just, like, it makes me really think about how things were, and just, like, all those months that we've spent together we can never go back to. But... I'm not gonna say that like I I don't feel anything for him anymore because I still do. Um, and I still have love for him. I'm just trying to like force myself out of the love. And I know it's like I'm so young and there's a whole life ahead of me, whole other people like I could meet or whatnot. But you know, since it's my first boyfriend, like real real boyfriend, like it's just like I don't know. It's something I'm going to remember for like the rest of my life but it's just I don't know it's kind of sad I still miss him 
Things I wonder if he ever misses me back, but mm -hmm. sometimes I overthink it. Like, does he think of me still? Is he talking to anybody else? But at the end of the day, you just gotta think about yourself because you cannot love somebody if you don't love yourself first. Yeah. Yeah. You can think of the good times and whatnot, but it's not gonna help you get over them. I'm trying to keep my distance from him because if I talk to him again then I'm gonna regain all those feelings back so I'm just like you know I'm distancing myself away from him mm -hmm. just doing what I can and there was like moments where I was like trying to talk to other guys or flirt with other guys just try to get my mind off him but it doesn't work so no and and, and you definitely don't want to have a rebound mm -hmm. you know relationship because First off, you need time to heal, yeah. and when we're constantly trying to quickly fill a void yeah. within us with someone else, well, when it doesn't work with that person, now we got a deeper void. Mm -hmm. And when we continue to do that, we keep getting these deeper voids, and then what is left of you? You know, but basically an outline, yeah. you know? So this is a time where they say self-love. You mm -hmm. fill yourself you fill that little void up and then you, you know, try your best to say, this is a learning lesson, you know. But one thing that I really admire about you, Sonia, is, you know, you have not bad-mouthed him. And I know that your heart was broken, but you have not bad-mouthed him. Because he really didn't do anything wrong. And because he said... He didn't want to be with you. Yeah, it hurt you, but you also know that that's his right, you know, to his life. And this is his journey. Honest, I have bad mouths him, but it doesn't okay. help. <laughs> 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 Just to like my other friends. She said, whatnot. oh damn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have bad mouths him. I'm not going to lie about that. Right, well, I appreciate like your like honesty. A, a I thought person. I did better raising you. <laughs> no, I have, but you know, it doesn't help because... It, just, it doesn't, doesn't change anything. No, it doesn't. Whether you bow, bow, <laughs> <laughs> bad mouth them, bad mouth them or not, like it really doesn't. You're always gonna remember your first heartbreak. Yeah. I had mine when I was like 15, 16, and like I still remember it. But it's at the point where like you'll get to that point eventually where like it doesn't hurt anymore. Like you can just easily talk about it, and it's mm -hmm. like an experience, and it, it was just a chapter in your life that you have mm -hmm. that like everyone has. But then you just, you won't, like, feel that pain anymore. Like, that heartbreak, you'll just be like, oh. Years later, you're just going to look back at it <laughs> as, like, just a time in your life that you went through. Yeah, I just wish I could, like, get over it already. Because I'm like, I don't I know. want this feeling. Yeah. I mean, over time, I, I'm just going to get over it. And I can look at him in the hallway and I can feel nothing. Mm -hmm. And I cannot wait for that to come. <laughs> yeah. Because all this feeling... Like, seeing him walking around school with his uh, friends and whatnot, it's just, like, I don't know, just a part yeah. of me just, like, thinks about the times that we shared together. And I'm happy that I got to experience my first love with him, and I wouldn't, I don't regret that. It's just, like, sometimes I think, like, if I could have done anything different, or maybe if I'd done this, it would have lasted, it would have lasted longer, but... Nothing in high school really lasts forever, so you can't really expect everything. You just gotta go with the flow and just do what you want. 
Yeah. yeah, I mean, and the lessons, they can last forever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you're smart, you know, and you do something good with them. Man, at the end of the day, like, nothing's really your fault. Like, everything happens for a reason. We broke up for a reason. Mm-hmm. Things change for a reason. Everything happens for a reason, and I think, I believe that you just have to just go with it. And in the end, it'll pay off all the hurt. Everything will just, like, work out for you in your life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, you gotta grow through what you go through. You gotta be patient with it. Because, I, like, I mean, I'm currently also in a spot where it's like, I just want this to be over with. Like, my breakup. And just how bad it was. Like, okay, I just want to move through this. I want to get over it. I don't want to have to, like, be in, just see this person or anything. But it's like, you just, time is the only thing that heals, yeah. like, everything. And you just have to kind of be patient work on yourself during that time and i'm not taking any way from anything away from what you girls are you know have gone through or are going through currently but can you imagine having to get over a breakup but share a child with a person yeah and have to learn to co-parent with them and learn also how to be broken up and heartbroken like yeah, no. Because of co-parenting, that shit cannot stop. It's got to keep going. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, I think that's it. Um, we're going to cut this because we have dogs trying to come into the room. <laughs> yeah, they're scratching the door. Yeah, but um, anything else you guys want to say? Any last words? Um, I think if there's anyone going through this same situation whether you're you know sharing a child with someone or whether you were in high school and just had a breakup or you're in your 20s and just got out of a very toxic relationship just love yourself first put yourself first always don't ruin your life for anyone and if all these signs and examples and stuff that we're sharing with you is like damn this is going on like right now in my life in this relationship just walk away (laughs) I know it sounds hard and you're like, I can't do it. But that was the same thing with me for two years. I'm like, I can't walk away from this. Like, I love this person too much. I want to make it worth. I don't have another relationship in me. Like, I'm done. It's no, like everything happens for a reason. Walk away. Do that for yourself. That's probably the best decision and the best gift to yourself that you can ever like do. Yeah. And if you you find yourself being too extra sad. Mm Mm-hmm. Don't be ashamed to seek help, whether it's from a trusted family friend or family member or a therapist. Um, Don't don't feel bad to seek help because that's all part of your self-love journey. All right, y'all. Well, thank you for taking the time with us for 20-something, 40-something. I hope this helped you guys, and stay tuned for our next podcast. (laughs) And thank you, Sonia, for your wise words. Thank you. All right, peace, y'all. Bye.